0: What is going on, warriors? I know we've got a lot of new listeners, new watchers. We just wrapped up the Fearless Diabetic Summit. First ever. It was incredible. And today I wanna walk you through a little bit of behind the scenes from how the summit came to be, but also a lesson that I learned from the summit itself. Let's get into our theme song. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type one diabetes management follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. All right. So for those of you who joined us at the Fearless Diabetic Summit, it knocked my socks off. I think that uh, a lot of us were surprised at how incredibly well it went, but also how active and involved each of you were. All the participants blowing up the chats through each and every interview. Facebook feed was blowing up so much so that other people in the Facebook group had serious FOMO, which if you don't know what that is, it means fear of missing out. Somebody actually posted I can clearly see everyone's experiencing some great stuff in the summit, so bummed that I missed it. Is there a way that I can still sign up? And so what I wanna share with you guys today is a little bit of uh, what led up to it, some behind the scenes stuff, and then of course, the lesson that I learned from the summit myself. So leading up to the summit, obviously, well, not obviously, maybe you don't know. Uh, I didn't know. (laughs) Summits are a lot of work. Holy cow, I did not know what I was getting myself into. (laughs) Just being completely honest with you guys. Uh, About six months ago, I got this idea. and uh, My mentor at the time, he came out to me and was like, Hey, there's something that I think would work really well for you. That you'd be able to reach a lot more people and and assist them in their lives with your knowledge, but also to kind of dip into other people's knowledge. What if you interviewed a bunch of people and brought them all to the same place, and then put it out into the world. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's such a cool idea, right? Bringing together the diabetic online community, their leaders, doctors, all that great stuff. You guys have heard the the intro to what the Fearless Diabetic Summit was. I said, that's amazing. And over the next couple of months, I started piecing together ideas. You know, what is a question that I could ask them? Of course, the question ended up being, you've got the opportunity to go back in time when you were first diagnosed. You've got 14 days to coach yourself on living fearlessly with type 1 diabetes. What do you focus on first to gain freedom and control? Now, the reason that I spent so much time coming up with that question is that I didn't want it to be another summit, another conference, another event where you just go and listen to people talk, talk, talk all day long, talk to you. And you in the audience are sitting there going, huh, this is good info. You <sighs> kind of yawn because you know conferences are long, and by the end of the day you go, "Wow, that was great info," but I can't remember a single piece of what I just heard. And then you know you walk away with a great feeling, but you have no tangible uh, skills or strategies or anything to hold on to to better your life with diabetes. And so I thought, how can we change this around so that people can actually pull something from the summit and use it in their lives? And so that question. Forced all of the speakers that I interviewed to think about how they would coach themselves with actual strategies, right? What would you tell yourself if you were newly diagnosed with what you know now? So it forced this introspective kind of mindset where it's like, okay, how would I train myself knowing where I was at? And then also brought into account a lot of different perspectives, a lot of different uh, thought processes on well, I was in a bad place mentally, so I would focus on mental health and then pre this thing. Other people thought, you know what, I was fearless already, so I guess I would just focus on how to attack the the science behind diabetes. You know, and so a lot of different perspectives. It was very cool to see how the speakers answered this question very differently. The same question across the board, but what my favorite part was is seeing that each different perspective helped a different type of person right so we've got this the same question being answered differently and everyone watching is also different we're all unique and then they got to pull different lessons from different speakers so everyone had different favorite parts so it wasn't that there was one favorite speaker across the board it's that each person had their own favorite speaker and their own lesson learned in order to better their own lives with type 1 diabetes it was amazing seeing that happen uh, over the live stream now What I want to share with you guys is, of course, uh, the process behind the scenes, right? Came up with the idea, came up with the question, then it was a few months of gathering interviews of me hopping on Zoom calls with the other speakers, the doctors, the endos. And uh, over the course of that time, you know, each interview, an hour, edit it down to 30 minutes, and then upload and all that great stuff. That took time, and uh, that actually happened during Diabetes Awareness Month, National Diabetes Awareness Month. Uh, here in the US, and that was a fun project that I wasn't allowed to tell anybody about. So, you know, interviewing diabetics during that Diabetes Awareness Month. Uh, but then, of course, leading into the, the nitty gritty, getting the details of the summit figured out. Where's the website going to be? How are we going to get the word out? How do we talk to nonprofits and other companies and sponsors? And, you know, getting all these things figured out. I had never done that before, I had never ventured into the event space. And so this summit was uh, a great learning opportunity for me. And I tell you guys often that we need to reframe our, our mindset from obstacles, which are things that get in our way, into, no, it's actually an opportunity, right? This is challenging, yes, but it's going to make me better, stronger, faster, smarter, whatever it is, because once I figured out how to do this, I will have leveled up in whatever area of life that is. So for me, it was a challenge, yes, 100%. Very difficult to figure out how to map all these things out, Uh, you know, learn new softwares and how to use new tools and technology and making sure that everything held steady, internet, lighting, cameras, but it helped me to level up my own knowledge, my own experience. Now, the reason I tell you all this stuff is that come to uh, the week of the summit, right? We've got thousands of people who are joining us live and making sure everything goes off without a hitch. Two days. Two days. Before the event starts, two days, Put up four, there you go, two, things did not go well. Uh, one of the main pieces of the software broke. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. I was telling my wife, I was, I was having a mini panic attack. So I was like, we have a day and a half to fix this before this entire thing goes live. If this doesn't get fixed, people are going to see an unfinished product. It's not going to work out. And I started spiraling. And my wife thankfully was able to stop me and go, Matt, 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 it's gonna be okay. you figure figured this stuff out before. You know, you're you're gonna be able to figure this out again. And uh, you know, it's, it's something we're gonna to have to work to. So what are, the, what are the next steps? And she kind of walked me through, let's get some bite-sized chunks, right? It's not this big problem. It's a bunch of little problems so we can solve one at a time, build some speed, right? And then get it fixed. And uh, the day before the event went live, we were able to fix all the behind the scenes issues, make sure the software worked properly. Uh, our internet went out for a couple hours. It was terrifying. So I was like, well, if there's no internet, then there's no event. Uh, the week before the event, the power went out for days. Days. And I was like, oh, great timing. You know, I, I need to work about 18 hours a day to get this summit going. And the week before it goes live, our power goes out. So there's lots of different challenges that arose during that time, but being able to keep the level head and just keep focused on the goal enabled me to to make sure we had a smooth event. But really what happened is that going into the event, right? Yes, there were hiccups, you know, the the software breaking 2 days before, the power going out for days, a week before, and lots of different other struggles and challenges along that path. The reason it went smoothly, the reason it went off so perfectly during the event is not because during the event I was mad hammering everything and making sure that every single piece was in play. Well, I will tell you, I was very busy, right? But I was, I was focused on support emails, keeping the chat live and, and following up with everybody behind the scenes. Had I not prepared, I would have lost the entire event. It would have gone haywire. Things would have been broken. Uh, and that thing that broke two days beforehand, had I not been preparing for the last four months leading up to that, that single break would have derailed the entire event, right? The entire thing would have been off. I would have been emailing everybody, I'm so sorry, it's it's not gonna work out. But because I had been preparing and practicing and implementing and strategizing for four months leading up to the summit, every single day, no days off, because I put that groundwork in beforehand and laid that foundation, the summit itself, so smooth, smooth as butter. It didn't require any extra effort. I had to sit there as a chat moderator, make sure you guys didn't go crazy, but that was my role. It was moderate, catch up on support emails, make sure everything just runs smoothly from the background, but that was it. And The reason that was it is because I put that groundwork in it. It got me thinking, as I'm looking back over the summit doing my own debrief for myself, and thinking, okay, how can I improve for next time? How can I make the event better? Is there a way that I can streamline the whole process so it's not as stressful for me, right? Four months of 18-hour days, is not recommended. Um, What I came across was kind of a, a correlation to diabetes. And I realized that within diabetes, I treat my diabetes the same way. I've told you guys in previous episodes that I micromanage my blood sugars so that they don't control me. The more I can control my blood sugars, the smoother they run, which means they require less attention. And I was on a a consultation call with a prospective client earlier today, actually, and she mentioned that she's heard me say that a few times and that when we put the work in up front, the event itself or the disease itself tends to run a lot smoother, right? Would you agree with that, that if you put the work in ahead of time, you plan ahead, you get key variables laid out, get everything mapped out. You plan ahead with the, uh, the timetables and uh, make sure that there are no stones unturned, right? You've taken care of everything possible that you could, that the event itself or the blood sugars themselves will cooperate better, right? And so as we're looking at diabetes, there are of course certain key variables that play much larger roles in our diabetes management than the others. We know there's 42 plus different variables in the diabetes world that can and likely will impact blood sugars. But of the 42, do we need to consider all of them all the time or are there certain variables that we can set in our routine, build habits around, do the groundwork first to learn and understand how they work so that when the time comes and they poke up their ugly head and go high blood sugars, daddy can just roll smoothly, right? If you're not ready for something like a high blood sugar out of the blue, you might not know how to best take care of it without missing a step, without missing a beat, right? It might derail your entire day. One mess up with your blood sugars could derail your entire day, throw you into this tailspin of, I hate my diabetes, I never know how to control it, I'm never going to get out of this, and it just keeps climbing and climbing and climbing, right? Or if you're prepared, if you've studied this, if you understand the blood sugars, if you've done the groundwork ahead of time, if you've got your maps where you're looking at, you know, did I pre Did I take the correct insulin to carb ratio? Did I consider fats and proteins? Have I been active or less active, right? All these different factors. If we know what to look at, the rest of our blood sugar management tends to run a lot smoother. So do I micromanage my diabetes? Yes, but it's not how you would think. It's not that I am constantly in my diabetes business. It's that I set the foundations beforehand, right? I studied, I looked at what routines, what habits were the biggest movers that gave me the best results, right? So that I could spend less time managing my diabetes and more time actually enjoying life. in a similar way to look back at the summit, there were things that I did over the course of four months that set me up for success so that when the event came through, I did not have to worry about those things because they had already been done. They'd already been taken care of. You know, systems were put in place. Softwares were figured out ahead of time so that worst case scenario, if it stopped working, I would know how to fix it. And of course I did because it did break. Because a lot of times things don't go according to plan. That's life. But because I was ready for that, when that massive crazy day, two days before the summit went off and the software broke, I knew how to fix it. I knew what to do. Instead of getting derailed completely by one single bad event, I was able to course correct, get the the train back on track, and run through a smooth event. Just like with blood sugars, if you have one single crazy blood sugar that seems like it's impossible to get back on track, if you know the big key movers, if you know the strategies that you can fall back on, you will be able to course correct and get that train back on track, full steam ahead get back in range, you get off the roller coaster, right? But if you have no idea what to do, you have not done the groundwork, if you're not putting in the time necessary to see these results, then one bad blood sugar could very likely turn into two, three, four, five days, weeks, months of blood sugars that are crazy difficult to control. So message of today, put the groundwork in now so that your future self can see the results. Make it easier on your future self Uh, Put the work in ahead of time before you are absolutely in need of those, so that when those problems do arise, when that one tough blood sugar comes and rears its ugly head at the worst possible time, that you know what to do. You've put the work in beforehand. It's not going to derail your day or your week or your month. Instead, you'll know where to look. You'll know what strategies that you can fall back on to get yourself back on track. All right? Hopefully you guys found this useful. Uh, Be sure, if you have not already done so, rate this podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like the videos. Make sure people know where to find these things if you find it valuable. If you don't find it valuable, I don't know what you're doing here listening to me. But if you do find it valuable, make sure that other diabetics are getting the word out there. Share the video. Share the podcast. uh, Screenshot the podcast. Put it on your Instagram story and tag me. I will repost you. You know, get the word out there and make sure you rate us that people know it's worth listening to, all right? And I hope you guys have an amazing day. Remember to put the work in now so your future self can live a bit of an easier life, all right? Have an amazing day and keep up the fight.